0: Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for your many blessings to us. We ask you to help us that we will enter into your word with the right attitude, right frame of mind, and that your Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's devotional study is entitled, Why Am I Discouraged? And our passage for this study is Psalm forty-two, eleven, in the King James Version, it says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Why art thou cast down? There are times in our Christian experience where we feel overwhelmed. It can be because we're overwhelmed with life, with things going on around us, with things happening to us, with the enormity of the things that we're dealing with at any given moment. There are lots of reasons. And in those times of discouragement, even heading toward despair, uh, we may be tempted to not pray, not engage in our devotions the way we had been. It can be because of guilt. We could be doing things we know we ought not to be doing, and we're kind of shy, ashamed, frustrated. We could be experiencing health challenges, including mental health challenges. Could be any number of things. But at some point, we become aware that we're not feeling right. And I know that Christianity is not simply about feeling, but we are human beings. We have emotions. We feel things. We think things. We have perception of things around us. And there are times when we recognize that something is off with us. And it can be a minor, something is off with us. It can be something we could control. It could be worry, anxiety, and there are lots of passages for that, right? Casting all your cares upon him for he careth for you, right? We could be bearing anxiety and cares that we ought not to. We could be worried about economic situations, family expansion, health situations, work, conflict, some level of persecution, friction in the home. There are many things, or at work or at school, there are many things that can be a factor in how we feel, okay? And I don't wanna give the impression that if we are in fact having some sort of clinical depression that we shouldn't look to get evaluated and understand what potential treatment is available for that, right? We pray about everything, but we don't ignore medical things that may require an evaluation, an assessment to understand what the situation is, right? I just want to be clear because whenever we start talking about things like depression or discouragement, etc., a lot of times people feel as though, oh, you know, everything just can't be prayed away. And I need to discuss that response, probably in a separate podcast. But let's be real, at the end of the day, we have to rely on God to solve, help us solve problems, help us address problems, no matter what those problems are, right? Because there will come a time where the doctor looks at you and says, listen, we've done all we can do for you and there's nothing left. You're not just going to give up when, that, when they say that you shouldn't. God is still in the healing business and the redeeming business, right? But I don't want to convey the idea that if you in fact have clinical depression or something along those lines, that you're staying sick because you aren't praying enough, right? I think it's important for us to understand that God has provided medical services and medical knowledge and medical expertise that can be leveraged to help us. Even if we acknowledge that not everything that people say we might want to do, we may have reasons for not pursuing a particular course of remediation for health, but getting assessments, getting diagnoses, understanding what you're dealing with in detail is always a good idea. And keeping God in your plans, whether you're treating yourself in some way or going to a doctor in some way, regardless of what it is, we should not leave God out of things until there's no hope left, right? Our God should not be a God of last resort. We should not only show up at God's door when we've tried to show up at every other door first without success. Okay. But there comes a time where you recognize that all is not right with you. And I'm not necessarily talking about moral rightness and wrongness. It may, that may be the root of the problem, but that's not necessarily the root of the problem. I'm pointing out that as the Psalmist is reflecting in Psalm 42, he notices that there's a problem and he asks. Why art thou cast down O my soul? Why do we feel like this? Why am I so on edge, so sad, so oppressed? Why maintain hope in God? Hope thou in God, for I will yet praise him. In the secular world, people talk about faking it till you make it. Christianity isn't like that. Christianity isn't like that. But there are times where we have to press through the immediate issue because we know that it will be better. Let's use an entirely physical example. There are times when I have let my exercise routine get out of hand or I've failed to keep up with my exercise routine. It's really what I want to convey. And so of course you get up late one day, you're grumpier than normal, you're You're not feeling it, you're probably lethargic. And I know I need to exercise. I don't really feel like exercising. But I know that once I start, the processes will inherently put me in a better place. And so I deliberately choose to move forward against how I feel about it to pursue a course that will inevitably help me feel better. It will change how I feel because of all the physiological effects. The same thing is true in the spiritual realm. The psalmist recognizes that he is cast down and his spirit is disquieted in him. But he reminds himself, your hope is in God. Continue to have hope in God. Continue to praise the Lord. Remember that he is the health of my countenance and he is my God. When we find ourselves in these moments where things are not going well and we're not feeling right and we're tired because we aren't doing what we should be doing or we're overly concerned about things, not sleeping well. Whatever it is, whatever it is that has put us in a place, whatever thing or combination of things have put us in a place where we are not operating optimally as human beings, we have to remember that God is still there. That we can put our faith and our trust and our hope in him. That we will praise him because we are wonderfully and marvelously made. We will praise him, we will worship him, we'll thank him, we'll ask him for help. He is the health of our countenance, he is our God. If you find that you're not on track where you should be, if you find that things are getting out of hand, not moving in the way that you had hoped, pray, pray that the time where you feel the most embarrassed, ashamed, distant from God is the time that you need to press through and pray and hold on to Him. Remember what He means to you. Remember what you mean to Him. And allow Him to take you out of that dark place, out of that frustrated place. Allow him to get you back on track. Psalm 42, 11 says, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Psalm 42 starts with, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. We have to be seeking after God. And there may be bumps in the road that take us off that path, but we have to remember that's the objective. That's the objective. It's interesting that if you take this chapter in the psalm and you Just put it on a loop that the question of why art thou cast down, O my soul, and hope thou in God brings you back to Psalm 42, verse 1, where it talks about, as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. When we take the time to recognize who God is to us and who we are to him, it will put us in a loop, a feedback loop that is positive and that will provide us a blessing and the strength we need to move forward. Let's close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we wanna thank you for your mercy to us. We thank you, Lord, for your word, your counsel. We thank you for the inspiration that you gave to these various writers in the Holy Scriptures. We ask you to help us to do what we know we ought to do. Help us to move in accordance with your will. Give us the wisdom and the strength and the perseverance to endure as hearty soldiers of the cross. Please bless us, and may we rightly represent you in everything that we do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at biblequestions at asbzone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share his holy word.